Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Today, we do our college football and NFL recap show. It's just Grant and I on the pod today. We recap the best NFL weekend in playoff history. Chiefs-Bills was the best game I've ever watched. We go over that. We start off with Bengals-Titans. Then we go into the Niners-Packers, Rams-Bucks, and then we do the Chiefs-Bills. And then we preview all of the NF- both NFC and AFC championship games. What we think is going to happen, we talk about the spread and the over-unders in that game, our best bets, and who we think will win the Super Bowl. And then we talk a little college football recruiting afterwards. It's one of our best shows yet. I hope you all enjoy. But before we get into our NFL and college football recap show, we are brought to you by Pod Talk. Pod Talk is the best way to listen to podcasts. It has the best interface compared to every other podcast listening app out there. I use PodTalk myself. Go download it in the app store right now. Go join group discussions on your favorite podcast like this one. Download PodTalk in the app store today. Now, our college football and NFL recap show. All right, we're back with our NFL and college football recap show. It's just great night today. Probably the best NFL weekend we've ever seen in our lives. I mean, every single game came down to a last-minute score to win. It was incredible. And the kickers were highlighted a ton, so that's good for all the people like, you know, Pat McAfee out there that love the kicking game. Um, but, no, it was a, it was just such a fun game. It almost feel like every game stacked on itself to make it more and more interesting to the, fu- the finale between the Bills and the Chiefs. So, such a fun weekend of football, man. Like, we, we were blessed for sure to, like, to watch, like, those games. It was so much fun. I mean, let's just start off with the first game of the weekend. Bengals somehow beat the Titans. The Titans choked that game away. And before we get into that, our teaser didn't hit. The over tease with the Bengals, it didn't hit. But, I mean, the Bengals money line we knew was the right play. Yeah, we we knew the Bengals points was the right play for sure because we knew that it would shift so much. I mean, we talked about on the on the show, right, like people would overreact to the fact that Derrick Henry would be playing and we'd, we'd get some value on the on the Bengals side. We just it moved didn't know. up to four and a half. Yeah, we just didn't know it would be a full, like, they're going to win outright value, right? <laughs> I mean, anytime you sack someone nine times, and it should have been ten, but they got one called back, obviously, because of the delay game penalty. Anytime you sack a quarterback nine times and you still lose, it's not on the defense. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, I mean, they're going to have to take a hard look at Ryan Tannehill in that, you know, and what they want to do with their future there. That's the crazy thing. There's like seven to eight teams right now that are in this situation. Like, okay, our quarterback, our team is actually good. Everything around our team is amazing, except our quarterback just can't take us to the Super Bowl. Like the Colts, the Titans. I even think the Vikings aren't quite where the Colts and Titans are, but I think if they had a good quarterback, they could be a Super Bowl contender. The Steelers are a perfect example. Even the 49ers, even even so, no, I don't know how they're in the NFC Championship game, but I'm loving it. Yeah, and the Eagles. We talked about that last last week as the well, Eagles right? Too. I don't know if they're Super Bowl contender, but I mean, it's hard to say they aren't when they made the playoffs this year. Exactly. It, no, you're 100 percent right. And so it's it's interesting because at the end of the day, man, like everyone comes back to the, the old saying of like, you know, without the best player on the field, the quarterback taken care of. Like it doesn't really matter what you stack up against it, right? It's why the, the Bucks went from like a non-contender to actually a Super Bowl contender within one year. Because of Tom Brady. Think about the Bengals. The Bengals were awful. And then they still didn't – they barely improved their O-line from last year just because they got Joe Burrow in the draft. They're in the AFC Championship game, one win away from being in the Super Bowl, from being a 4-12 and team. Which is insane, right? Like, to think about the Bengals, man. Like, the Bengals are literally a game away, like you said, from being in the Super Bowl. That's nuts. No one would have put them there in this situation last year. And we talked about this last week of like, everyone's just kind of rooting for him, man. It's fun to root for him. And like, you know, I know we have some Tennessee Titan fans here, but like, man, like it was fun to root for him and just see them win the game and like see what happens. Like, obviously, they got to play the Chiefs. So that's not a great matchup for him. And mm-hmm. the line, I think, is already a touchdown. So, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, but they beat the Chiefs level. already this year, too. True. I mean, you know, so do the Bills in Arrowhead this year, they dominated them. And then the Chiefs went straight up. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, man, like, it's fun. It's fun, man. They're like America's team this year, I feel like. I feel like they're America's team other than probably them. And then the NFC is probably the the Niners. Yeah, but back to that game real quick. 
I mean, it was kind of a kind of a weird game, kind of ugly. I mean, nine sacks. You got nine sacks, and you still did not win that game. And the crazy thing is, as much as I love Joey B, like he literally took him out of field goal range so many times, running backwards. <laughs> like I swear, I think his sack, like he would lose twenty to thirty yards each sack because he just kept running back trying to get out of it, and it was not working for him. So he took himself out of field goal. It's like they even won with that, with him taking himself out of field goal range multiple times as well. So. You know, he's he's gonna get better at that. Again, that line is awful. So like, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Uh I don't I honestly don't think the pass rush is gonna be as good against uh the Chiefs aren't gonna be better pass rush than what they faced with the Titans. I don't think mm-hmm. so, right? Like so I mean it's just gonna be it's gonna have to be a um, kind of like a reminiscent of the Bills game where it's gonna be a ton of points. Like Joey B's gotta keep up pace with Patrick Mahomes. It's the only way they're gonna be in that game. Uh, Dylan mentioned this. Uh, I think he tweeted it out the other day. If you're the Titans, how much are you willing to give up for Russell Wilson? Because I think Russell Wilson makes them a very big Super Bowl contender. Yeah, that's a good that's a good fit. Because um, I think the Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, not him, Russell Wilson uh, sweepstakes is just getting bigger and bigger because you have these teams that are just a quarterback away. That just are one quarterback away from being a legit Super Bowl team, like the Titans, like like all those teams I mentioned before, the Steelers. And I think these teams are just going to mortgage everything, like we saw with the Rams. The Rams mortgaged everything to be in the position they are right now, and I think these teams are going to do it again this following year. Someone like the Titans or the Steelers to do that. I think you're right, and like the team that does get them, they'll be in contention, right? It'd be kind of fun to be him to go from such a terrible team to like an actual contender within one year, right? Just like Brady mm-hmm. did. It's, it's just interesting, man. Like, I, I do think that's a good natural fit there. Like you said, the Steelers would be a good natural fit. Great defense, right? You got some good stuff. You guys could be surrounding you. I mean, the Titans are just a natural fit because your running game would be so good. Russell Wilson extending plays with this also with his legs would just be dynamic. It would be super dynamic with, with uh, Derrick Henry and that receiving core. So, I mean, if he wants to win a Super Bowl, probably the Titans are the best, best option, like, of those teams because I think – they have more pieces in place than Denver does, even though Denver has a really good defense and things like that. Then even, like you said, like the Steelers. So like that would make a lot of sense to me for sure. All right. Enough on the Bengals Titans game. Uh, man, I can't believe, I mean, the Bengals are in the AFC championship game. That's wild. Let's move on to Saturday night's game. Uh, cold weather 49ers somehow pulled off again. I don't know how 13 to 10 over the Packers. I mean, I'll give a little story. So I was just in Murphy, North Carolina, where Cherokee is, right? One of the Haras, Caesars, Connection casinos is. I'm sitting down the sports book, talking with some people, you know, making new friends. You know, it's almost like a camaraderie. It's hilarious. But when people sports bet, it's like a brotherhood. It's weird. It's, <laughs> it's hard to describe, but people are just chill with each other. So I'm talking to this random guy from Tennessee, and he's just blast. Like, and I'm just sitting there, who am I going to play, right? Because I'm going back and forth. I'm like, it has to be the Packers. It has to be the Packers. And... He's like, all my buddies are saying, bet the house, bet the house on Green Bay, bet the house on Green Bay. And because of that, I was like, I can't do it, man. Everyone is on Green Bay. Everyone's hammering Green Bay. I literally am going the opposite way. Obviously, you know, the teaser I had on uh, with the Bengals and 49ers, that was my biggest play this past week, which obviously hit because they both went out right. But getting the Niners plus 12 and a half when I was hearing, like, bet the house on Green Bay just felt so good. Even when I was watching the first half of, like, just complete ineptitude within, within the 49ers offense, right? Um, but obviously it just show, goes to show like these lines, man, like it's never as easy or as hard as you think it is. Like it's, it's always like never each side. Right. And it was just interesting to watch how much money was pouring in on green Bay and just knowing that like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be that simple. Like that five and a half line is a weird line. And like, it's not going to be that simple. I thought green Bay would win, but on a close one for sure. If the weather was if, – if there was no snow and the weather was fine, Green Bay wins that game nine out of ten times. Isn't least. that funny, though? Isn't that yeah. funny? Because they were talking about how much of an advantage that is for Green Bay. But really, at the end of the day, with the block punt for a touchdown, all that well, actually – And the running up. game for the Niners. Yeah. And and think about this, a missed field goal, like, you know, block or block field goal right before half. Like, so many things had to happen. I think the weather played a massive, like, factor in that which actually benefited San Fran when everyone thought automatically that would benefit uh, the Green Bay Packers, which is super interesting. Yeah. Shout out Brian once again. Every week we have to shout him out because the Niners are still alive. I wanted to ask you this. 
are they the team of destiny in this playoffs? It seems like the Bengals probably are, but I feel like the Niners can play that off too. Um, kind of like uh, the Braves. I think the Braves were the t- obvious team of destiny in baseball. They win it. I think the Niners are too. It's hard to argue against it, right? Like I, I know how you argue against they, it at this point. Like they went, they they got far into the playoffs. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl loss. The Braves made it to the World Series and lost, or the not the World Series, the uh, whatever it's called in baseball. I hate baseball. Yeah, the, are you talking about the World Series, or are you talking about the um, the NLCS? NLCS. Yeah, the NLCS. They made it to the when NLCS and blew when that they lead. They lost the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And then 49ers made it to the Super Bowl, blew that lead. It's got yep. little parallels there. It does. It does. Look, I have no problem with the Niners going. It's interesting to me that, I mean, Jimmy G, bro, there's no reason why he should have won that game, but he did. And it is what it is, man. Like, they did enough as a whole team. Because I was telling that to the guy I was sitting next to. I was like, look, man, at the end of the day, the Niners have a better team than Green Bay. And he's like, yep. what? And I was like, they do. They have a better overall team. I was like, they don't have the best player. Obviously, that's Aaron Rodgers. But, like, they definitely have the best team. Like, special teams, defense, everything involved. And, by the way, Fred Warner, shout out to our boy Fred Dude, Warner. he Holy balled out hell. in that game. He was incredible. He was everywhere. He single-handedly kept them in that game for the three quarters that they needed to to then do the weird stuff that happened at the end, right? Like, if it wasn't for him, that game would have been over. So oh, a thousand shout out to our boy Fred Warner. He he was an actual game changing player, like all game. It was incredible. So yeah, man, like shout out to Fred Warner, balling out, BYU alum. Um, it was awesome, man. It was awesome to watch. It was awesome to watch him just like dominate that game. But it's just interesting, man. Like that shows you how good of a coach. Like we talked about this. Like Shanahan is a good coach, man. Like yeah, I, if you don't, if you get six points from your offense and you win that game, that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Like. People were questioning his like ability to coach. Um, I know some guys on my end too that I talk to daily were questioning his ability. I like the man. The things I would do for Kyle Shanahan to be the Panthers coach. Yeah, exactly. Like he, his only kryptonite is in the is in the Super Bowl. That's when he blows leads with the Falcons. He blew the lead as offense coordinator, and obviously as the San Fran, he, he blew it against the Chiefs. So, look, if he can get that down, if he can get that, you know, the one cap is back and win that game, that would be. I mean, this would be the most one of the most incredible playoff runs of all time. But I mean, it, what a fun weekend of football. But, yeah, let's let's go back to the 49ers game. Like, incredible game all around. Um, just watching those guys, like, win the game with literally six offensive points is still baffling me to this day. But they could – I mean, bro, it's hard to argue against them as the team of death. It really is. Also, Robbie Gold hitting the revenge kick against the it's Packers. True. A lot of it's revenge true. kicks this week. Matt Kay against the Buccaneers. Um, but – Let's uh, let's. I'm not, I'm done talking about that game. I mean, let's go Niners. But Aaron Rodgers is gone. Rodgers, that press conference, yeah. you could just see he's all right. That's it. I mean, he, he knew it though. Him and Devontae Adams knew that like they were. This was it with the Packers. And, like it felt like that was pretty known across the board, right? Um, before we say where we think, I guess Aaron Rodgers lands is Jordan Love the answer for the Packers. Like, is that just a known, like, a thing? Is that is that what they're rolling with? See, people are down on him because the few games he came in, he was just kind of below average. They, I mean, they still, like, stayed in games, but, like, he didn't do anything. That's a weird spot for him. I mean, I don't think he's the answer, but you have to roll with him. I mean, he's been in your system for, what, two years now? Yes, and you, you have, used a very high pick on him, too. Yeah, you you have to – you just have to roll with him and see how it goes. That's going to be a very, very weird situation in Green Bay. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they do because they have no cap space. They have to get rid of guys. To, to be honest, I'm kind of annoyed with Green Bay, and like, I'm not even a fan of that team. But just because like they kept drafting future prospects when they literally had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like, if they imagine if they just give him another weapon at 15 instead of Jordan Love, or yep. another defensive player that could have been a game changer for him at 15 instead of Jordan Love. And I don't remember two years ago what players were in that top 10 to 15 range, but like there, I guarantee you they could have found some type of weapon on the offensive side or defensive side rather than having quarterback sit behind for two years. Was that like, the 2020 draft? I believe so. Well, uh, I think it was 2019. If it was 2020, yeah, it, then it could have been, or maybe it was 2020. If it was 2020, that could have been Justin Jefferson. So I'm saying, man, all I'm saying is like, look, I think they really screwed the pooch on that one. And like, I think they could have definitely have 
used a weapon for the past two seasons on somebody, right? Like you're seeing what these, what some of these like dynamic wide receivers can do. Imagine if he didn't just have Devontae Adams and had another dynamic receiver on the other side, or again, another defensive player to not lose these games. Right. So I don't know. I'm just kind of annoyed with the Packers and the fact that like, I feel like they wasted, they could have, they could have got another Super Bowl with Rodgers had they drafted correctly, but they kept like, like in spite, like to spite him or something. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. weird. It was just a weird dynamic there. I don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, I don't really care. I don't like the Packers at all. <laughs> I, I can't stand the Packers if I'm being honest. But let's talk about where Aaron Rodgers is going. I think the Steelers are the perfect fit for him. Even though he wants to be in warm weather? The best warm weather he's probably getting, like in the best situation, would be maybe San Fran or Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee with him would be IMAX Super Bowl favorites. Um San Fran would be interesting. Everyone's going to make the Tennessee joke because Tennessee, Red State, Aaron Rodgers, whole vaccine crap going on. (laughs) I feel like people are going to make that parallel. It's true. They probably will. I mean, I would love to see him, like like you said, on Tennessee. I'd love to see him on the Steelers. I'd love to see him on – I mean, personally, I'd love to see him on the Falcons, bro. If we just mortgage the house for him, we would never would. There's we don't have enough assets. I don't think to get Aaron Rodgers, but it'd be great. Um, yeah, but warm weather wise, I mean, he's not going to Jacksonville. He's not going to Tampa Bay with their situation. He's yep. Miami, maybe. I could see Miami being a play, and maybe that's um, like I think they've been on they've been on this uh, Deshaun Watson train for such a long time. Like they they're trying to get however they can to get Deshaun Watson. They're like they're dying for that play. Uh, the I mean, the Cowboys know Houston. I mean, no, they're terrible. Uh, uh, Vegas, there, yeah. Ve- I don't think Vegas is going to go away from Carr. Yeah, that could be an interesting one, though. I could see them shipping, you know, Carr for that. I mean, anyone would basically, right? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I like think the, it's uh, the war, the, the warm time. weather places are not ideal right now. Yeah, they're not great, Carolina. Carolina's a great spot. <laughs> you, you have 0.3 seconds to throw the ball. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, bro, I don't know. I, I'm also interested to see where Devontae Adams goes. Like, if they're if they're trying to go together, there's no way a team can afford both of them in the same year. It'd be insane. I doubt it. I see Devontae Adams taking a fat contract somewhere, just random. I, I, I think he just wants to get paid. Like, he, I could totally see him going to the Jets or something like that or, like, just some crappy team that, like, has a ton of cap space and is yeah. like – We'll, we'll give it to him. You know I, could, like, I could a thousand percent see him going to the Eagles and getting a ridiculous contract. Yeah, that would also make sense too. That would totally make sense. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. He, I mean, and then everyone makes the Denver parallel. I just don't see Denver for Rodgers or for, yes, for Rodgers. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I could see it. I, I don't see why, why are you against it? Because I don't think they're as, like, close as people think they are. Because I think if you look at – say if you threw Teddy Bridgewater on the Packers this past year, I think they're doing a, about the same job as the as the Bron- Broncos did maybe. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, this Broncos team is primed and ready. All they need is a quarterback and we'll take them to the next level. And I really don't think that's the case. I mean, I definitely think that's the case over teams like – um, I, I, like, I think it's like over Miami. teams like Miami, but I don't yeah. think it's teams like Tennessee or Pittsburgh, which are way better opportunities. No, yeah, like I, I agree. Like if you if he, if he goes to one of those two teams, automatic Super Bowl contenders, like within year one, like automatically. I agree with that. I just don't see how you can say no to Mike Tomlin or Mike Vrabel, who have great coaches. Broncos don't even have their coach. True. Yeah, I could see a fit of Mike Tomlin, bro. I could see it. I could see that. They have enough pieces there where it would make sense. And, like, I could see him drafting another receiver for them. Like, I could see it. They already have a great receiving core, too. They do. They really do. Um, they just need yeah. uh, they just need to build that O-line a little more. And maybe on the defense, because, like I said on, like, a couple weeks ago, I thought the defense was a little kind of, like, fake good. But, yeah. Uh, but, all right, let's move on to Sunday's game. Rams literally almost choked the – 
that would have been one of the worst chokes besides Atlanta in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it really would have been. It was 27 it, to 6, correct? Yeah. It, a buddy of mine texted me during the game. He's like, do you think the, the Bucks have any chance coming back? And I was like, with Brady, of course they do, bro. Like, as long as Brady's on the team, I will never doubt that they can make a comeback, ever. I will never doubt that. Like, why would I? I was like, you're talking to an Atlanta Falcons fan. I've literally seen it firsthand. And he almost did it, bro. They almost did it. But it's cool for Stafford, man. Him and Cooper Cup with that connection at the end. Like, that was dope. That was dope. It was well-deserved. Like, this is the team that, like, They're, I'm, I'm rooting hard for Stafford, man. I like that guy. I'll I say love this. As long as Stafford is healthy, I think the Rams should be the Super Bowl favorite right now, even over the Chiefs. It, it's it's pretty damn close. Yeah, like, it, it's either Chiefs or or Rams right now, for sure. Like, you, you you'd have to think. They have the easy – like, it's almost a, like, Sharpie point at this point. Like, because the teams are playing. Chiefs versus, like, Rams. Like, you're almost guaranteeing that. That's it's weird for me to say this, but I do feel like if the if the Rams can get past the Niners, I feel like the Niners are the worst team for the Rams to play against just because that D-line of the Rams is so good and the offensive line for the Chiefs and Bengals isn't as good. as We saw that in the Buccaneers game. Tristan Wirfs was out for the Buccaneers, and we saw how much pressure Donald was getting to Brady. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard for me to choose against the Rams if they can get past the Niners, which I do, I do think they do personally. I think the team of destiny ends there, but like, I think, I think it'd be hard for me to go against the Rams. If this Rams chiefs, like you said, like mm-hmm. they're going to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. when we saw what happened with them last year against the bucks it was not good. No, but I also never count out Patrick Mahomes, but Let's go back to the game real quick. The 27 to 6. I was watching the game. I had to go. I had some oblos I had to go do. Come back. I walk in the house. Leonard Fournette's running in a touchdown to tie the game. I was like, what did I miss? I left at 27 to 6. I walk in. It's 27 to 27. I'm like, Rams plus three was in jeopardy. (laughs) Big jeopardy. It was was incredible, man. It's like Brady has like this like innate. I don't know what it is like lucky like stuff just happens like of course he's the goat no one's disputing that but like for sure stuff is happening where it keeps them in the game because like they had multiple fumbles weird like turnovers that were not normal that like were able to keep them in the game mm-hmm. to where he was able to make like you know a couple quick touchdowns and get him back in like it was just weird man like that game was like on crack for a while every game was on crack this weekend <laughs> I mean, dude, we'll get to the Bills game, but yeah, that <laughs> dude, it's just it's just wild to see like how many times the like, best the receiver is open. Su- how how many times? Why is the best receiver always open at the end of these games? At the end of all these games, the best receiver was wide open. Debo Samuel makes the biggest plays, and then Jamar Chase with that huge first down to get him in field goal range. Cooper Massive. Cup with the freaking like fifty yard bomb wide open. And then Tyreek uh-huh. Hill with that crazy run at the end, and Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah, it's – I mean, you like, go to your guy – Like, leave Miko Hardman alone. He'll probably drop the ball. You, you go you go to the guys, man. You go to your dudes. And, like, honestly, like, what Travis uh, – what uh, Tyreek Hill did, he those coverage was, like, as good as you can get, bro. Like, he literally mm-hmm. caught the ball just out, and, like, just the route was perfect. Like, there's nothing that guy could do. So, I mean, let's finish up here on the um, – on the Bucks game, but like, bro, at the end of the day, man, the Patriots fans, I feel bad for them because they're gonna be expecting all these like comebacks that they're they're used to with Brady. That dude's one of a kind, man. Like watching him play, I was like, damn, this is so impressive. But he just continues to do it. It does not matter the loss, and it's almost like the belief system is so ingrained in these teams' mind that like Brady's done this a million times that like that belief system within the team at the end of the games. They never feel like they're out of it, no matter how how much they're down. That's weird. But like other teams don't get that same boost like they do. Because they're like, bro, we have Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if we're down three touchdowns. Like we can still win this game. It's crazy to me. It's insane. People think he's gonna retire. I don't I didn't see any sign of retiring at all. I don't know what the cap no. situation and all that is with the Bucks and who's coming back and stuff like that. But at the bare minimum, as we learned just like 30 minutes before we started this podcast, we're recording at like three o'clock Eastern on Tuesday. Sean Payton's gone. The Saints are toast for the next five years. The Panthers are terrible. The Falcons are terrible. The NFC East is back. Or AFC, uh, the the Pats, Bills, Dolphins, and uh, Jets. It's the same thing. Like, Brady just got it back. Yep. Yeah, he literally went to uh, 
the all-time like worst division and like now he just gets to coast in that crap again like it just it makes no sense to me so if he stays he's got basically an automatic ticket to the playoffs all they all they have to do is win nine to ten games yep like they do not need they they can go nine and eight and they will make the playoffs in the nfc south next year literally nothing special and they'll be there it's insane like he he can load manage next year yeah he'd be like week (laughs) five and be like nah not feeling it they have a good d-line i don't want to get hurt (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he's not going. He if it's I feel like it's Tampa Bay or he retires, right? I think so. I mean, unless I he was know. like, "Hey, Mike Vrabel, I'll come." Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. If you like, watch the, the Titans, you're like, "Oh, damn, bro." Because like the Titans, like it sucks. They were the one seed and they lost like to the Bengals and all that. The Titans are sneaky in a great position because if. They are super attractive to get a quarterback right now. Yes. Also, no state income tax in Tennessee. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Brady it. may have gone down to Florida. Yes. Mike like, Rabel, ex-Pats guy. It's true, bro. I mean, I love it. I love the, I love the match. I just want to see the Titans get one of the three, right? Russell Wilson, um, Rogers Aaron Rodgers, or Brady. Like one of those three guys for sure. Yeah, but that uh, that Rams Bucks game, that was that was stupid. Especially if you if if anybody was on Bucks or Rams plus three, that was just ridiculous. That you had to sweat that out. You were sweating big time, bro. Like people, yeah. They I were mean, you sweating. thought it was you thought it was dead. Like when you saw Leonard Fournette walking in the end zone, you're like, all right, yep. I can't I can't yeah, believe overtime, it. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Bucks. Overtime one for the Bucks. That's what everyone thought. All right, it's over. But uh, real quick, Sean Payton retired earlier. Taysom Hill is never playing quarterback ever again in the National <laughs> Football League. I, I mean, think his days the, are done. Because he has that he has like that fake contract where it's like it's four years, three hundred million, but he has to win Super Bowl MVP to get hundred fifty of it. Yeah, it's like a much of incentive based like quarterback instead of base stuff yeah. so like if you have to play quarterback it's like you're basically not getting paid any of that so yeah it's it's definitely a weird contract sean payton was just like look bro like <laughs> i think he saw the writing on the wall and was like nah man like i don't think we're gonna be good for another five years i don't want to be a part of this and yeah and brian said it first and like when you have trevor simeon or whoever their quarterback was Jameis winston and Taysom hill when you're calling these perfect and beautiful play calls and they're just overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys, throwing picks when it's just the perfect play. Guys wide open, and they just don't have receivers or a quarterback. It's sad, bro. It's sad to see what they are, and like they're. I think they're going to be struggling for a while. It's going to be rough. And like you said, I don't. I don't see Taysom Hill winning the starting job over you know Jameis Winston or anybody else really, like for the immediate future. So I just, I don't know. What are they going to completely like, scrape and rebuild? Just like sell off everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what you have to face. do. I think there's a lot of teams in that – not a lot. I think there's a few teams in that position right now. I think the Seahawks are in that position as well. I think they need to cut bait with a lot. Yes, they and just really go do. big time in, into the draft. Get Russell Wilson out of there. Maybe even like a Tyler Lockett as well. Mm-hmm. Keep DK yeah. Metcalf. Well, it sounds like they're getting rid of DK Metcalf. Either way, just trade everything and just start from scratch all over again. Saints have got to do the same thing. Get rid of Cam Jordan, Alvin Kamara. Every, every good thing you have, you got you just got to trade it at this point. Yeah, you got to mortgage your for your future, man. Like you got to, yeah, you got to flip now at this point. And that's the thing is like all these teams like love to wait when they have no actual mm-hmm. chance of like like winning a Super Bowl. And I get it, man. Like you can't just like tank every year because like you're you're not gonna have any ticket sales or anything like that. But like, really, like, do they really think they're gonna win a Super Bowl with James Winston? Or like you know when Taysom Hill comes in, like I love Taysom, but like man, like you guys had no shot with either of the two, even with your team, like even with Michael Thomas back, they still had no shot, like zero shot of actually being any uh, Super Bowl cont- like contender. It's just it is what it is, man. Yeah, there's gonna yeah. be like random quarterbacks that are just gonna get way too good of opportunities. Like Drew, you'll see like Drew Locke in New Orleans play a few good games where he'll get paid just outrageous money just to be a placeholder for a tanking team for a few years. hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's probably exactly what it is. So, I mean, bro, when it comes down to these, like, you know, these players and stuff, 
the Saints are gonna the Saints are gonna have mad issues. Like we know that. And like you said, if Brady just comes back with like a little bit of what they had, they should be chilling. The Bucks are gonna be that team this year again. Yeah, no, I mean I think I like I mentioned before we started, I do think Gronk is gone though. Yeah, and he's I mean, like I said, they're gonna lose a lot of people on defense and stuff. But dude, let's let's talk about the game of the week, bro. Yeah, we're done with the Rams Bucks. Game of the week. I've, I'll just say it right now. I always thought Rams Chiefs that Monday night game was the best game I've ever watched. Unbelievable. This was easily, easily the best game I've ever watched. Un- 100%. I mean, for, you just got to think for four minutes of real game time, what we saw was unbelievable. Gabrielle Davis had 200 yards and four touchdowns. Dude. And they still did not win. That game, man, like, that game, I feel so – okay, my take is this. I feel really bad for all the Bills fans out there. I feel really bad for you because, like, your kryptonite has been the Chiefs. It is what it is. I'm calling it what it is in the playoffs. Y'all keep losing the Chiefs. And, like, that's not something to be sat, like to be pissed off about. They're damn good. The Chiefs mm-hmm. are that team, right? Like, if you're losing to one of the one of the most generationally talented and coached teams of all time, like, it sucks. But, like, you were right in there punch for punch. And that was what I love so much about the game is like, it had nothing to do with like the refs calling a weird call at the end of the game or like some BS, like, you know, weird turn. It was just baller just after football. baller play, like good football across the board, like obviously terrible coverage, but amazing, amazing football on offense. And like, that's what people want to see today. Like it, it is what it is. Like, that's what we want to see. We want to see 13 seconds being too much time for Patrick Mahomes, which is insane. That, that guy could drive two plays. seconds from the 25-yard <laughs> line. It spiked the ball with three seconds left to kick a tying field goal, bro, to give themselves a chance. Like, I just – it was like pure beautiful football. It was just amazing. Like, people were screaming, yelling, freaking out. Like, the amount of just, like, a pure bliss that moment was watching that game. Like, I literally watched, watched that, like, game, like, over and over and over and over again. It was so good. So good. like anybody like in most I mean I feel like most people didn't really have a dog in the race. People are just like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And like you were getting nervous for like every single play, even if you didn't have a team you were choosing. But shout out uh the game to go to overtime plus a thousand. Oh, did you hit that? Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. We'll never know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I mean, look. Look, like I feel bad. I feel really, really bad for the Bills, and I feel really bad for Josh Allen because, like, again, he experienced what Patrick Mahomes experienced against the Patriots two mm-hmm. years ago when he was on the sidelines and he watched Brady and not even get the ball and lose the game. He experienced that. And by the way, in 2019 or 2020, whatever it was, uh, the the Chiefs tried to petition to let both teams have the ball in overtime, and it was yep. denied by the NFL. So I feel no, I don't feel bad, man. Like. They tried. They tried then. They tried for this moment, and it would have benefited the Bills, but the league shot it down, man. Like, it is what it is. Like, it, Josh Allen experienced what Patrick Mahomes experienced a couple of years ago. I think, I, I think this was the game that possibly may change the rules. Maybe, but, I mean. If, 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 this, like, doesn't, if this doesn't do it, the only way it'll happen is if – I'm trying – like, if this doesn't do it, I don't know what will. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they want to change it, though, man. I don't think they want to have, like, 17 overtimes like they sometimes do in college, right, where they have, like, seven overtimes or eight overtimes. I mean, I think it's dope. I think college overtimes Why not? Why not? I love it. And, like, that's the thing. I Why not keep regular season? Just say, hey, regular season, we're going to do the regular coin flip. If you score the touchdown, you win. That whole thing. But in the playoffs, why not do, hey, let's start at the 50. Untimed clock, no clock. You just have a play clock, and let's just roll. College rules, and none of this. Two point, college needs to get rid of the two point conversion crap. That's so yeah, that's stupid. Wild. It's wild, bro. It is wild, but I agree with you, man. Like, like let's go to fifteen overtimes. Who's complaining? Do you, Do you think they're not changing it because of like over over unders and how much money like the, there is on overs normally and stuff like that? I didn't think about that. That's actually a really good point. That's the only mm. thing that makes sense to me. Because for TV-wise, it would make sense. But the money – someone told me the other day, I don't know if this is true. Again, you know, conversations at the sports book in Murphy, North Carolina. That TV revenue is like $7 billion for these uh, – for the games, right? For the TV deal for the NFL. Mm-hmm. But sports betting alone worldwide is like 50-something billion a year on the games. So, like – That's a good – that's a good point. 
so I almost wonder if they're like, I don't want to, I don't want them to have the chance. Cause normally think about this. They normally set up for a field goal, especially if both teams have possession. That's what normally almost happens in almost every overtime game. Like if you really think about it, not like, a, honestly, not a how many time. times have you like had the over and when it goes to overtime, it hasn't hit either. You know, you're like, Oh, it still That's can't hit saying. even if it goes to overtime. Cause I need seven points and I, the max I can get is six. Or That's I guess you saying. could get 12 with the two field goals and a touchdown, but. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm telling you, I think it's, I think it has more to do with the money that comes out on overs than anything else, because it doesn't make sense for a viewership standpoint. Why wouldn't you want to have more like revenue dollars, like coming in for like, you know, more commercials, but I'm telling you, I think it, I think it has to do with the overs. Like that's just my weird conspiracy take, but I think it's pretty accurate. See the NFL knows me too, because I, will t- I, I don't do unders. Yeah, it's, most people don't do unders. <laughs> most people do overs, right? If but I'm watching, it, I'm not doing an under. Exactly. But think about how many times, I mean, obviously people bet unders, but like yeah. for sure the public overall bets way more overs than unders. Absolutely. Especially in the Chiefs Bills game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Think about that. If it was close, obviously that one hit, you know, pre uh, during the game. But I'm saying like normally those overs, man, they don't hit. And if you gave them like four or five possessions each, like, of course, it's going to hit. Especially if they're starting like the 25. Mm-hmm. No, no question. So back to. Excuse me. Back to Chiefs Bills. And people are saying like, oh, this is going to be the matchup and all this. This does feel like it's it's kind of like those old Pats Colts rivalries where the Chiefs are the Pats and the Colts are the Bills. I think we found our generation of like quarterbacks, man. Like, you know, like, like the, the previous generations had like, you know, all those dudes, I guess, Brady is. It does kind of feel like that. But I feel like we found our dudes, like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, like uh, Justin Herbert, Joey Burrow. Like, it's fun, man. Um, there's a lot of young You're ready talent, to put Zach dude. Wilson in that conversation? Of young talent? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're like, you know, all world leaders, <laughs> but I'm just I'm saying, kidding, dude. Nobody has more Zach Wilson stock than this podcast. That's true, bro. We own a lot of it. We're for sure majority like shareholders of the Zach Wilson stock. Literally 69% shareholders in the Zach Wilson. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I like, think we do. Nobody's it's even fun, close. Man. It's fun. Like we have a ton of these quarterbacks out there. And I guess you can even put Deshaun Watson in there too, because like. Oh know, yeah. Like, if he clears all this like legal stuff. Yeah. Like there's a ton of, of there's absolute playmakers and ballers in the league and i think it's only gonna get better so i think we found our generation of like just like quarterback battles that are gonna be just so much fun to watch like so much fun to watch i'm excited for it watching that game everybody's like oh pat mahomes he does he's not all there like josh allen's a little better pat mahomes makes can sometimes make stupid throws or tries to be too flashy pat mahomes is easily no doubt the best quarterback in the nfl and it's it's he's not, QB one, bro. He's it's QB, QB one, and it's by a decent bit. I'm not saying it's by a mile, but he's QB one, and he is the, the, incredible. The things he's doing with the the kind of like you know, it's hard to say. Both of them have amazing weapons, right? But the throws and some of the the kind of weight that he had to put on his shoulders to bring his team, like. Like the the meme that I saw on Twitter was like you know Patrick Mahomes like looking at his secondary celebrating the win like just like super pissed off like that's literally what it is bro his defense is absolute trash like absolute garbage and he's straight up like carrying them to Super Bowls over Super Bowl Super Bowl and to be honest that year they lost to the Patriots they should have gone if they're not offsides on defense they should have gone to the Super Bowl so like he should go to the Super Bowl basically every single year he's been quarterback it's insane. <laughs> What would you do for your NFL team to go to four straight AFC slash NSC title games? So what I would bro. do for the Panthers just to make the daggum playoffs right now. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like the expectation, the weight that that guy has, man, he just responds and responds and responds. It's super impressive. It really is super impressive. So he's QB one. Josh Allen's probably QB two at this point. And, and in like, I just don't know how you can – I don't know how you can convince me otherwise that Patrick Mahomes is not QB1. I just don't – like, I love Josh Allen. Of course I love Josh Allen. But, dude, like, the stuff that Patrick Mahomes is doing – especially throws were unbelievable. Josh Allen had some remarkable throws, too. Like, perfect uh, in stride, on the run. It's just – this is what we would – like, this is the – this is the like you said, this is our Brady versus, you know, um, 
man, like this is this is like that that like generational like type talent. And I think to some extent it's even more impressive because I think they're both more naturally talented than those guys. Here's maybe a compar- not Manning, but Brady. Yeah. Here's a comparison: is Joe is, is Joe Burrow just a better Eli Manning that's just gonna win two random Super Bowls with crap teams? I think so, bro. <laughs> that's a good comparison, dude. He is for sure better than Eli Manning. He's way better. Him. I think he's definitely way better than Eli Manning, but. I think so. Like, bro, the dude's a baller, man. The dude's a baller. And Eli Manning was him. a baller. You can, you can say whatever yeah. you want about him, but he was a baller. Well, dude, Joey Burrow has swagger, man. Like, like that dude's got swag, and like you want to play for him. It makes no sense to me, but like, the dude just like has confidence over. Like, he's like, dude, I'm so sick of hearing that we're the underdogs. Like, this is the standard. Like, he's I'm literally, literally coming, Andy Dufresne. He's like, I'm coming into Cincinnati, this effing poverty franchise, and I'm make, like, I'm going to make it like the standard to go to the playoffs, and like, the, I'm going to the AFC Championship. Bro. Like, it's insane to me. It's it's straight up insane to me. So like, you can't count out Joey B, but at the end of the day, man, like, they're going up against a straight juggernaut. Either one, if they had played the Bills, I'd be saying the same thing. They're going mm-hmm. up against a juggernaut, in the Chiefs. Like, it's unfortunate. Like that to me, the Chiefs Bills game almost felt like the Super Bowl. Almost felt like the Georgia Bama. SEC uh, championship game. That's kind of what it felt like in pros, right? You ta- are you talking about the one like a couple years back when Tua scored the touchdown? Or are you talking about just like I mean, in general? Mo- more recently, a couple of the yeah the SEC championship games they've had were like mm-hmm. that. Basically, is a national title, right? Yeah. Where, like the SEC championship game, whoever wins that is probably going to win the Natty. And it felt like that between the Bills and the Chiefs. It did feel like whoever wins this game is winning the Super Bowl. But even though I still like the Rams, and especially that. Also, I don't know if it really necessarily matters, but the Rams are at home for the next two games if they win. True. This is true. I, yeah, we'll see, man. Like, I, I got to see how they play against um, against the uh, the Niners, San Fran. But as of right now, I would definitely lean Chiefs are going to win another, another Super Bowl or Rams. Like, it's got to be one of those two teams, right? We'll get into that one second. Last thing on the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs-Bills game. Gabriel Davis literally murdered a dude on that on that move. He re- he really did. Like, he if literally you watch the replay him. in real time. You thought he just pushed off. And you're like, oh, that was offensive pi. No, that dude literally died on the on the field. There's a dead body on the field for sure. Like it was embarrassing. He straight. Oh my. He straight made him. He dropped him. He dropped him like it was like a step back three. It was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty, bro. He he crossed his ankles. Whatever you want to call it, bro. Like. It was nasty. And for, for them to leave 13 seconds of the clock, I was like, it's literally over. There's no way in hell in my mind that they come back and, and get a field goal. And they literally did it. I don't know how that's possible. Imagine someone who took the under in that game. What a loser. What a sad life you live if you took the under in Chiefs' bills. <laughs> yeah, if there's anyone out there betting unders against the Chiefs' bills, you need to seek help. I don't even care if you think it's a top five defense. and like That's why. Like, I'm sorry. You need help. Absolutely. All right, let's do a quick uh, preview of the championship weekend games. Let's start off chiefs Bengals. The Chiefs, last time I checked, were a touchdown favorite. I'm going to double-check that just to make sure. But chiefs Bengals, it's in Arrowhead. It seems like the Chiefs might run away with this one. That's what I'm saying. I want to bet the the Bengals with points, but I can't do it. If I'm going to take that game, I would for sure tease the hell out of the – that line and just take basically the Chiefs money line of that play. All right, little preview for the other one too. The Rams, let me get the correct lines. So Rams are minus three and a half. Okay, so Big Cat has his teaser of the year. You can you can tease the Chiefs down to minus a half, and you can take the Niners at plus 10. Yeesh. You think the Rams will win by more than 10? Bro, look, I teased the Niners last week because I trust the process. I think this is a week where you tease both favorites and live with the consequences of that. I really do. Because both both teams have a massive potential to just absolutely lay the like lay That's the true. hammer on each one of these teams. If, but, okay, bro, that, how, look, how can you how can you watch the 49ers score six offensive points? And not think that they can get absolutely just like demolished. But I've seen but, them beat the Rams twice this year. I know, but dude, it's different. It's different in the playoffs. You know it is. Okay, okay, okay. But back to the Bengals Chiefs game. Let's look. And the uh, the over under is fifty four and a half. 
I still kind of like that over. The Bengals-Chiefs game? Yes, Bengals-Chiefs is 54.5, Chiefs minus 7. I, I, I'm, I'm going to lock in my play. It's both favorite teasers. That's my thing. I, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm not even going to touch the over-unders in this game, at least in that game. Because I can see – I see both teams scoring because the Chiefs defense is not great. But mm-hmm. also that line is horrendous, bro. And I can see them having issues. Seven's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. That's why I don't want to take that straight up. But I love the Chiefs at home. Because it could be – I mean, the, the game could literally be 30, 30 to 17 with a 230 left. You know the game's over, and the Bengals just go down and score a garbage touchdown and cover. Yeah, it's true. We both believe both favorites win, right? There's too many, there's too many dogs that won this week for me to think that it's going to carry over to this week as well. Plus, like, these teams are like – the Bengals, as impressive as they've been, they have no business beating the Chiefs in a playoff game. Like, they just don't, right? As much as I want them to, I'd love for them to do it. I think it'd be dope. But – I think seven is like – it is a lot of points in a playoff game, but it sounds about right to me. So I, I would say this week is a favorite teaser. Last week I did all dogs, right? I did the Bengals and Niners, and both of those hit. I think this is a favorite teaser. That's, that's my play of the week is doing both favorites. That's going to be my play of the week. So if you parlay Chiefs money line and Rams money line, it's even odds. Okay. I feel like we're going to get a lot of those this week. Yeah, that's probably the play. Like something like that. That makes sense um, to me. Let me see here. So Bengals, sharp early sharp money's on the Bengals. I don't know if that'll stick though, because uh, public's all over the Chiefs. I feel like that was a given. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate I hate being with the public, but I'm gonna go Chiefs with this one. I've gone Bengals the last. I've I've said the Bengals were gonna win each and every time. Mm-hmm. I think. I think they, uh, I think they lose on, I think they lose on Sunday. I think the Chiefs just route them. I think the Chiefs are ready to go back to another Super Bowl and revenge will happen last year. Yeah, it's it's hard to bet against the Chiefs after what they just did against the, the Bills. I'm like that was a very good defense too. And the thing is, the Chiefs didn't. The Chiefs flat out did not get lucky in the Bills game. The Bengals got lucky in the Titans game. To some extent, yeah, for sure. The, Ch- the Chiefs straight up deserved that win against the Bengals. Yeah. Like, both teams could have won, and I'd be happy with, for both teams. Like, that's how fun of a game it was. It was like both teams deserved to win. That's how sad it was. So, we're both we're, so we're both saying Chiefs by seven or more? If yeah. if you had to, if you had to go straight spread, would you say they covered the seven? Yeah, I would. I would, yeah. I think I would, too. I would uh, – but if, I, if you're going to ta- do anything in this game, I would wait until right before kickoff see where the sharp money's at, and then go on that side. Because I really don't hate Bengals plus seven, especially if I see sharp money's on that side as well. Especially with how terrible that defense has been against the pass, too. Exactly. I feel like we could see Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, or any of these guys go off for a big game. Just go off, bro, multiple times. I mean, bro, four offensive touchdowns for a Bills uh, wide receiver. They're not even there. Stephon Diggs. Play had three receptions for seven yards. And this is insane, bro. It's insane. And he so couldn't, he couldn't catch that first touchdown. We almost had it. We almost had it, by the way. We we're this close. <sighs> so close. All right, let's move on. Rams, uh, Niners. The game is in LA. Rams are minus three and a half. That line will probably go back down to minus three because minus three and a half is at even odds. Over unders at 46 and a half. Bet percentage is basically 50-50, and the money is basically 50-50, so no edge there. And same with the over-under. So it's pretty split on this game. I hate to say it, but I'm I'm, I'm both favorites this week. I think uh, if I had to take both spreads, I'd take the favorite spreads on each one of this. I just don't see how I can bet the, the Niners against the Rams. I just don't see it. So I do have an opportunity to hedge here with a pl- uh, with 12-1 Niners to go to the Super Bowl. Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Niners money line, Niners plus three and a half. Why stop when you're ahead? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Grant. Look, you guys have bought out. I bought out last week on the teaser. I just, like I said, this is the week of favorites for me because I think 
ratings wise, they want the Chiefs Rams. That's a good game. That's a good game for them. I I don't think not. I think the Niners would be just as big of ratings. Niners have a massive Maybe. fan base. Yeah, they do. But the, if, if the, the Rams are blocking tickets from Niners fans to go to the Rams game, they literally are, bro. They literally are. But watching, like, from an impartial standpoint, would you rather see the Chiefs versus Niners? Or you'd rather see Chiefs versus a. Uh, I would rather Rams. see Chiefs Rams from a neutral perspective. But yeah. as someone who is a diehard Niners fan for these playoffs, <laughs> I'm. It's Niners money line. Niners plus three and a half. Niners to the Super Bowl. Niners to win the Super Bowl. I I love it, bro. I respect the fact that you're still. I don't have Niners to win the Super Bowl, so I just have them to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> Look for me, for me to be, for me to help the Niners, I have to go against them, just like I did with the Cowboys. So I'm going to take. And like you did with the Buccaneers and Rams. Exactly. What did you do on the Packers Niners game? You went Packers, right? And on the on the show, on the show, but then I went completely different with my play of the week. My biggest play of the week was literally Niners and Bengals uh, teaser. <laughs> although we, were, we say, were all over the Bengals, though. Although I did say minus three and a half first half was my play. I did say that, and that hit did hit. There you go. If I gave anything out, I did give out the first half uh, Packers, and that I sat with the guy who literally had that ticket. I told him to do it, and that hit. Easily, they almost had four. They almost had ten points. It was almost ten nothing at half. So that hit. So all I'm gonna say is that one hit for the people out there because I didn't trust the full game five and a half spread. I said that was weird to me and that was too many points. So I said if I'm gonna take anything, I'd take the the Packers. I'd hammer the Packers first half minus three and a half, and that hit. So you're welcome for anyone that took that. What about Chiefs minus three and a half first half, or it's probably four and a half? You're not getting really the Bengals this week. It's minus seven, right? Yeah, so I'm guessing it's minus four and a half. Oh, you're saying first half. Yeah, um, yeah I love that. Personally, I love that, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, any any. I kind of like plus play? four and a half right there. <sighs> bro, all I'm going to say is I'm not going against the Chiefs. I, I could see why people would bet against them with the plus seven, but for me, bro, I can't, I can't bet against that team. I mean – I, I mean, I if okay, if, if, and like I said last week, I loved the Packers. I love Packers minus five and a half. I thought Packers was the play, but I wasn't going to do it. Uh, I'm ride or die. I, I'm going Niners all the way. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys this: if, if anyone's listening to this podcast, if after what you just saw, where Patrick Mahomes was able to go from the 25 and kick a top game tying field goal within 10 seconds because he spiked the ball at three with 10 seconds, so. Four seconds less than the the infamous um, Dak Prescott run up the middle, right? Yep. He did in four seconds less, literally from the twenty five to a field goal. Is anybody feeling comfortable betting against the, like that teaser of like getting them basically money line? Because like they're going to be able to do whatever they can to just even tie the game and then end up have a chance to win at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I kind of love that teaser. The thing is, I love the Rams in this game. I think Rams are going to win easily. Also. A famous saying in all sports, it's hard to beat a team three times. Yeah, and I don't love the fact that everyone's on the Rams, which I think a lot of people are going to be. But it's hard, again, how can I look at these two teams and say, yeah, I think they're going to be able to keep pace with the Rams. I just don't I don't see it. I don't. Yeah, but I'm going Niners money line, Niners plus three and a half. Brian and I are going to be winning a Super Bowl together. I mean, I, I've never I've never won a Super Bowl as a Panthers <laughs> fan. We've got we've gotten you know we've been in two rigged Super Bowls that were clearly rigged. They wanted Brady to win one, and they wanted Peyton Manning to win his last game ever. Clearly, True. we got screwed into two rigged Super Bowls. So I want I want to win a Super Bowl. The Niners are the play. Yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> I'm thinking about to help you guys out. I'm thinking about putting a future on the Super Bowl for the Chiefs to win and the Super Bowl for the uh, Rams to win. Now you guys are. Yeah, I was go. gonna men- I was gonna mention that on here. That was actually what I was gonna talk about next. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great idea. I honestly think it's a very spicy play, bro. Because what they're both plus odds, right? They have to be at this point, right? Because they're still not in the Super Bowl themselves. So I think, like, if you bet both the favorites, I feel like you're gonna win one of those. Let's see here, uh, futures. Mm, NFL championship. Chiefs plus one twenty five, Rams plus two ten, Niners 
plus 450 to win the Super Bowl and Bengals plus 800 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I kind of love those plays. <laughs> I mean, let's just say you put 100 on the Chiefs and you put 100 on the Rams. Worst comes to the worst. I think you're winning 25 bucks. Yeah, you're making money. <laughs> That's why I almost want to put two, uh, a thousand on a piece on them and then just like live with the 250 bucks, or you would basically make like a thousand. Ten. Yeah, a thousand. Or 1100 $1, $1, bucks. Yeah, or eleven hundred bucks. So like, I don't know, man. I kind of love the, I kind of love that play. Obviously, if either one of the Bengals or the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Niners win it, then you're boned. But I kind of love that play. Yeah, no, I actually, I mean, if you're gonna do it, I think just take both sides, and I don't think you can lose. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. At that point, you're like, I'm kind of loving where I'm at. So you think it's gonna be Rams Chiefs Super Bowl? I do, I do. Yeah. I think it will be as well, but I I can't. I can't. But you don't. Pick you think them. it's Chiefs Niners. You think it's Chiefs Niners. I got you. I got you. No, yeah. It, it, it's always it's always been Chiefs Niners. <laughs> it's always been Chiefs Niners, exactly. But man, dude, after watching Von Miller and Aaron Donald just destroy that Buccaneers offensive line, I would be terrified of the Niners or the Rams, sorry. <laughs> I know. It's hard for me. It's upset. I can't I just can't bet against these. They're going and you're going against probably the best receiver in football right now in Cooper Cup. Odell's finally playing like his normal self again. The only issue with the Rams that scares me, their run game kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not great. That's true. It's not great. But if I was gonna take a future on any of these, it would be the Rams plus two ten. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I... I kind of love that play, bro. I might, I might have to put some money down on each one of those, actually, and just live with the consequences of, you know, whatever happens. All right. Well, anything else in the NFL? I think that's about it. No, man. Just a super fun weekend. Hopefully, we get something similar this weekend. We can only hope. It's going to be a dead weekend. <laughs> if both favorites win, like I think they are, it's like, going to like, We had too good of a divisional round weekend. We are, we are, they're setting us up for just a 31 10 beatdown in Arrowhead and then just, uh, just a boring like 35 or not 35, just a boring like 27 to like 13 Rams win. I mean, bro, if you, if they, if San Fran literally cannot score, I, I understand the weather was an issue, but if they couldn't score points against the Packers, the and also. I don't know the status of Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is not 100%. Or if he's in a limited capacity, the Niners are toast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Everyone's listening to this like, oh, he just keeps flip-flopping. Like, he loves the Niners, but then he's talking about how he thinks the Rams are going to win. He's like, the Niners team of destiny. He's saying, Niners take everything. Money like, which one do I take? Which ticket do I go with? I'm so confused. Niners to win it all. That's his final answer. (laughs) <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is if you want to make free money this week, in my opinion, this again, this is not financial advice, but I think it's that teaser between uh, the two favorites. I think if you did two, uh, that the two favorite teaser, I think that's a pretty money play. See, does it scare you that week, first week of the playoffs, you're like, oh, I love the minus three favorite Cowboys loss. Oh, I love minus three favorite Buccaneers loss. Oh, I love minus three favorite Rams. <laughs> I mean, no, because <laughs> <laughs> no, because I guess it, day, I guess you could say it's the other side. It's well, it's kind of due for a win. Exactly, gotta stay consistent, right? I mean, that line is weird, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I think here's the thing: anything can happen, obviously. But the Niners have had a lot of weird, lucky breaks in both these games, and they're gonna need a lot against the Rams, which could happen. They could have some mm-hmm. weird punt blocks again, and picks that you know Stafford throws because he's reverts back to his weird like midseason form when he was like throwing picks all the time like that could yeah. definitely happen and like Fred Warner's a beast I'm not saying they don't have a chance to win this game I just think of a safe bet if you're wanting to have action on both games just bet the teaser on both favorites um all right so that's it in the NFL do you have anything in college football other than kind of like weird recruiting stuff no but um for all the outlets that are only saying Jackson Dark can go to uh Ole Miss or Oklahoma they might be in for a rude awakening if you commit to BYU. I'm just saying, keep an eye open for that to happen, right? Everyone's kind of out calling it out, like it's only it's not even a possibility. I don't know, man. I think it's a I think it's a very real possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but 
don't be surprised if he commits to the Cougs. All right. Well, Jackson Dart to BYU. Make it. Let's make it happen. Come on, Kalani. What are you doing out here? Um, yeah. All what, right. What and I? What Carter Cast NIL deal do we need to send his way, dude? So yeah, let me text Jackson Dart right now. <laughs> hey Siri, text Jackson Dart. Um, <laughs> but that'll do it from us. Uh, make sure to check out the YouTube page, Carter Cast. Uh, go like, subscribe to all the videos. Check us out on TikTok at CarterCast. CarterCast.com will be out very soon, very soon. And then for BYU fans out there, Grant and I have something special coming up for y'all coming soon as well. A lot of stuff in the works. Grant, uh, we'll do this next week. We know the Super Bowl. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped to uh, cover our Rams slash Chiefs Super Bowl or, Ram, or sorry, Niners Team of Destiny slash Chiefs slash who knows, man. But I'm going favorites. You're going Chiefs Niners. You've locked it in. I've locked it in. Let's see what happens. All right. We will see y'all for our NBA our college basketball recap show. We have an interview coming on that one as well. So we will see y'all Friday. Bye.